Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 37 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, your official Pokemon podcast from comicbook.com. Sorry. It's the official comicbook.com podcast for Pokemon. I don't know. It's not a, <laughs> we are not affiliated with the Pokemon company. Yes. That Yet. is what I was trying to say. Yeah. We just look at them longingly, hope right. they listen yeah. to us That's and right. take we're our ideas. Like, we're just standing over there, just waving, going, hey. <laughs> oh, 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 did did you notice? Us? Nope, nope, nope. They're <laughs> waving to someone else, waving to someone else. Not uh, awkward at all. We talk about all of the things Pokemon on this show, whether it's stuff, whether it's the games, whether it's the anime or the manga. We're talking about it right here in about 40-ish minutes or so. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi. With me, as always, is Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. I know. Well, last week's went last week. Some of the last the we, recent ones have gone pretty long. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's be real. This is an hour long podcast nowadays. <laughs> like you know, we it's start like off slowly like, creeped up that way. Well, too. inevitably, at some point, one of us says something and it triggers Hoffer, <laughs> and he goes on an explosive raid. That like, is rage. not true. Our poor editor's like, we just got to beep, 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 beep. <laughs> this is a okay. clean show. Yes. I would like to point out really quick that only one person in this cast has dropped oh, the f right. Because I was really and frustrated that I have not gotten a Gigantamax Snorlax, but I've got one, too, now, so it doesn't matter. It's all good. good anyway, it's been a, this is actually a, a big-ish week as far as news goes for Pokemon, Damn. which is surprising considering... We thought, you know, since post-release of Sword and Shield and then with the big news of the expansion pack that you can listen to more uh, in our last week's episode, I thought it was going to, you know, we were going to, like, we're going to be like 30 minutes in and out. Uh, but we, we got quite a bit and I'm really excited. So if you're new to the show, it's broken up into three parts. First part is we just hit the news really, really quick. Uh, second part, we do a bit of a deep dive, more conversation about one really big news item from the week. And then at the very, very end, Christian gives us the fan favorite segment of the week, the Pokemon Fact. Uh, we're making our way through the Pokedex. And so uh, excited for, for where we're at today. All right, let's just jump right into it. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Uh, I was going to start with what Christian had first in the rundown, but that one seems like a weak one to start with. Wow. So Immediate shade. I'm going to. <laughs> Immediate shade. We're not even like I'm five gonna, minutes I'm going to call an audible. This is, not, this is nothing you did. This is nothing you did. I'm just feeling the vibe of the energy of the show right now. Mm. Oh, and I okay. Think, yeah. I think talking about the Pokemon ASMR videos is really <laughs> the way to start the show. On, yes, wait, does yes. this mean we're about to do some ASMR right now? Just like slightly <laughs> yeah. scratching the microphone. Hello, yeah. So you that's right. You have heard us correctly. The Pokemon company has been quietly, get it, putting out uh, ASMR videos. And I'm not going to lie, the most recent one they did, I really enjoyed. Christian, why don't you give us the rundown on them? Well, the, well, the two that I saw, so, so this is just something that the Japanese... Yeah, you know, Pokemon account, you know, kind of ran with. So one is a picture is is like eight minutes of Chespin eating uh pokey treats. And the other one is Char Charmander sleeping in front of a fire. So it's just gentle crackling noises to help you like fall and sleep. It's not like Pikachu is like right up to the mic just whispering, Pika Pika. <laughs> Pika Pika. Okay, so real quick, we gotta back up a second. Uh who feels like they can give the best definition of what an ASMR video is? I it's nonsense. Well, <laughs> that's we, we won't listen for. to Hopper. So I'm not sure what the acronym actually stands for. You can look that up now and then come back. Um, but basically ASMR is like a form 
of like audio therapy or like, that's how it originated mm-hmm. it's supposed to help with like anxiety issues it was used a lot with like children to like help them like calm down because like if you've ever heard with like a baby and like shushing them it's like the sound of the womb white helps, noise like, machine you know, help them. Yeah. so asmr has become Something on YouTube that people would listen to as a relaxation technique to block out noise, but it has since become a huge niche in podcasting and YouTube video and even Twitch where people just like do like weird things with like slime (laughs) and grass and like the weirdest things you can think of. There's a lot of really weird ones out there, but also too, if you're about to just Google search ASMR videos, there are also a lot of NSFW. Yeah, it has (laughs) turned into an entire... like weird fetish so yep. be careful be careful but the so, pokemon so, stuff is not in sfw it's no, very it's very SFW. very sfw very very appropriate like very I, pure i really liked the charmander one with the charmander one just is really good fire from his tail. it's so cold these days i it know like a really nice feeling it's like a Yule log only with the Charmander. Like yeah, they can basically. just re-release that come Christmas time. Just put like a Christmas uh, hat on him. Uh, for the record, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and it yeah. refers to the tingling sensation that begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. Mm-hmm. And it's you know you know that's that's caused by certain auditory triggers in some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. ASMR, really weird, hilarious that the Pokemon company is doing it. I'm trying to figure out like what's the next best thing. I know, I know this is gonna be a controversial opinion for Hoffer, though I'm sure Jim would approve. Like the weird thing that gets me with like ASMR, like the sound that like makes like the tingle for me is like like kind of like soft scratching. And I feel like Geodude would actually be a really good pick. Because that's got like like him just, just, just like, like shuffling or just like, like gently like like sleeping in some gravel or something uh-huh. that like weird noise like this, this is very strange but i feel like maybe that would somebody be with good. long nails just scratching on oh. geodude's like back oh. meow oh meow <laughs> meow is coming oh, my God. oh man anyways uh, let us know what your pick for an asmr yeah. pokemon is can you imagine like the person who had to go and animate like eight minutes of like Charmander sleeping? I'm like, sure that know, person so had you're... the most peaceful job for like a <laughs> you, well, you for are a good for a good coming. chunk of it. It's you know for good chunks of it, it is very much just him sleeping. And so and so yes, yeah. there is animation of of doing the breathing, but you could put that on a loop for a little bit. So I can't imagine it was. I, yeah. I'm sure I. It just makes me laugh. Like you're an up and coming like CGI person, <laughs> and you know the Pokemon company's like, we want you to do a video. And it's like, oh yeah, like I'm totally in. Maybe it's going to be in, like an epic Pokemon fight. Like, no, we want eight minutes of Charmander sleeping, please. <laughs> uh, thank you. I approve. I'm that audience they were looking for. So, <laughs> oh right, all right. Let's jump into some real news now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's you know, it's mm-hmm. not real news, but it's fun, and and they're great. I hope we see more of them uh, because it'll be great. Pokemon Go Lunar New Year event. Yep, mm-hmm. starts this Friday. Red Pokemon Year of the Rat. Um, so you know this is their annual Lunar New Year. You'll have a chance to catch shiny Gyarados in the wild, which that's cool. They're adding a new Pokemon, Deramuka. Um, and we're also getting a special Year of the Rat limited research event uh, featuring uh, Mincino, I believe is how it's pronounced, the little chinchilla Pokemon. Because that's, I guess, the most radish Pokemon that they haven't brought into the game yet. 
for Gen 5. So a bunch of rodents are going to be running around here. and So uh, we not... will literally be running into ratatas like we do in the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> every like every other steps. day. Every five when, steps. When they're announcing like the Pokemon, it's like, oh, you can catch Pokemon like Sentret and Pikachu and Plusle and Minum and Rattata. I'm like, oh, sweet. So the Pokemon that are literally every day in my house. <laughs> like, great. <laughs> cool. So, so when is this event? Like Tuesday? Wednesday, a day that ends in Y. Oh no, it's this weekend. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I mean, hey, I guess for beginners. Yeah, this, look, this January. Is January is a slow, uh, slow time of year, but this is a yeah. fun little thing for for Pokemon mm-hmm. Go players. So, oh, it's it's a perfectly cool event. We're getting oh. two new, you know, well, technically four new Pokemon out of it. So yeah. that that's pretty neat. I like that they're bringing back like shiny Gyarados in the wild yeah, which i think that's, that's pretty cool a yeah. pretty cool thing yeah so you know it's 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 interesting it'll be fun like you know like it's it's the pokemon go thing the other pokemon go news which literally just broke like moments before recording is that they announced a bunch of safari zone and live events for taiwan the united states and the uk so mm-hmm. those will be coming out here you know between next uh later uh, well next month february through May, uh, the U.S. Safari Zones are in uh, St. Louis and Philadelphia. And, you know, that comes with your usual regional exclusive Pokemon, show up in different regions, all that cool stuff, unknown. So, yeah, so, you know, you can find dates and stuff if you live close to St. Louis or Philadelphia or Liverpool, U.K. for our, our British British fans on our website. That'll be fun. However, the Liverpool is just going to be so cold. Like, I remember <laughs> when I would go there when I lived in England for a while, and I'd be like, it's cold. It smells a lot like salt water and fish and the Beatles. <laughs> but yep. I really liked it. It was cool. I'm not dissing Liverpool. If you're from Liverpool, hit me up. I'll have some fun stories to share with you, which are not appropriate <laughs> for this podcast. I am not going to let the timing of this transition get away from me before we uh, we move on to another topic. But London Toy Fair is going on right now. Yeah, out of mm-hmm. London Toy Fair, we got a new line of Pokemon Funkos. Oh my gosh! I'm yeah, so so these are ready. L- let's let's you know put the qualifier. These are mm-hmm. not the 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 crappy Funko Pops. These are real, actual quality figures. So this is the. The continuation of the A Day with Pikachu line. So next year's will be called Eevee with Friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these are these are actually like high quality figures, you know, showing Eevee interacting with different Pokemon. One will be released each month. It'll probably be a Pokemon Center exclusive, similar to the Pikachu, A Day with Pikachu ones. But these are not like, you know, the square head Funko Pops with the Solus eyes that just stare at you. Yes. Um, so, yeah, these are For these more are on the Christian's cool hatred on uh, those types of Funkos, well, just really go listen to any band. Listen like, to literally. Like every third week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is pretty cool, though. So one of our writers here, Comic Book Rollin, he's collected all of the, all Pikachu, of the Pikachu ones. ones. And they're so cute. Like, the legitimately, yeah. the quality is great. They kind of almost remind me of, like, Nendroids are like the Pokemon like figures that you'll get with like collector edition T like trading card game sets. Like they're really nice quality. They've got a good heft to it. Definitely easily fit on his desk. I mean, his desk has now been overtaken. And I want Eevee and Vaporeon together. So and they have a fantastic aftermarket value. Uh, Secondary market on these things is pretty insane. 
Wow. So so hop on the specul you know get you know start your speculation. <laughs> yeah, you know, cause cause Seriously, the what, bubble what they, pop. they they cost they cost what like 20 bucks, right? For these? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, they sell like they have sold for like 50 80 bucks for some of them. At least for some of the early ones. Yeah. I mean. I'm 900% getting Eevee cuz Eevee is my child. So you know, some of them, some of them look really cute. Like you know, those those are the ones. If not for the fact that I I collect other type of figures, I would definitely buy those. Like if those were the only Pokemon figures available, I would definitely get those. Like, but I like the gallery figures a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So that's that's mm-hmm. the main reason why I stay away from those. Mm. Yeah, no, I will nine hundred percent be getting on that EV train. So I'll bring one to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some trading card game news because fairy types are getting the X. I hate it. Yes, R.I.P. Fairy one, types. Hate it. Hate this, to see it. This one was a this one was a bit of a surprise. So Sword and Shield is coming out here in a couple of months, the new series, and they announced that fairy types, which was introduced with X Y, they won't be using that type of card. So doesn't mean that Pokemon that are fairy types in the main series game are going away. Uh, they'll all be, I believe, psychic types, and they're moving poison types to become dark types. So they're basically doing like a shuffle around of like, you know, the the in-game types because, you know, the trading cards use different typings than the, yeah, than, um, the than what than the, the actual main series Pokemon game. It's, yep. mm-hmm. it's like a streamlined thing, but they're basically removing it and they're, they're switching things around. So... Uh, right now, fairy you can still use fairy type energy if you want. There's no real reason for it, and this doesn't mean that they'll be like banned from competitive play. They'll just get cycled out naturally yep. because competitive play just uses the last eight sets, so they'll be totally gone here by uh, early 2021. It's just interesting because so, yeah, because Sword and Shield introduced some pretty big fairy type Pokemon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Impidimp and um, yeah, Alcrime. Um, so that's just that's weird, but you know, I guess whatever. Yeah, I can be but, sad. About well, that. part of this is so they have Dragon type Pokemon. So you yes. know, you have Dragon type Pokemon, and previously, you know, those the differences in the card games is that those always use two different kinds of energy. Mm-hmm. So it's always like water energy and fire energy to power one of its attacks, as opposed to other types of Pokemon that would just use one. So you know, the the benefit to using those is that they. Previously, they were only weak to other Dragon-type cards. So, you know, that was great. But then you had Fairy-type cards introduced, and then all Dragon-type cards became weak to Fairy-type cards. And then it was just, you know, like, oh, you're using Dragonite? Okay, here's a Clefairy. I kill you. Goodbye. (laughs) And it kind of sucked. There was, like, you know, no real incentive to use Dragon-type cards. You know, the, the, the... the cost wasn't worth the reward. And so I think they're scaling scaling this back. And I mean, it makes a lot of sense Yeah. Uh, from just a deck building standpoint and like, you know, trying to balance things out. But it, there was like a lot of like weird changes that are coming to competitive play. Like they shuffled around what things are weak to and all that sort of stuff. So like the typings don't all make sense now. Um, but then again, Pokemon card typings never really made sense because, you know, they have like <laughs> fist you know, uh, which is like a stand-in for rock and fighting. And, yeah. like, I think it's that's technically fighting energy, but yeah. mm-hmm. I, I like calling them fist-type Pokemon. <laughs> and then people look at me weird when I play in competitive games. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, did any of you guys watch the um, the tournament stuff this past weekend? Yeah, I watched the finals. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, uh, it was my uh, first time watching that stuff in a while, and I actually really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, 
switch setup that they use now just mm-hmm. it looks so much better that's that's one of the things that kind of drove me nuts about you know watching pokemon competitive play was you know when you're using like 3ds graphics it just you know, on any screen that's bigger than an inch, it just looks like crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it, it's uh, the the battles went a little slower than uh, I remember, but mm-hmm. they were still fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because well, competitive well, play has gotten so much about like setting up mm-hmm. environment stuff and oh, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Than it ha- than it has been, and so that took for me a bit of getting used to just being like, oh, all right, just do an attack. Like, stop doing light screen and do an attack. Mm-hmm. I don't care yeah. about trick room. Do an attack. Well, you know, but if you just care like that, that sort of gameplay works when you're just trying to grind through the game. Yeah. But that's how you lose competitive play. Yeah. Exactly. Is when you just attack. No, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand. But speaking of. Speaking of life imitated art here and this to the Dallas regionals, which that was cool. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, Charizard won the Dallas regionals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, he was, you know, the undefeated champion of, you know, was Leon playing? (laughs) No, no, he wasn't because he's in prison and he also doesn't exist. Mm. No, but uh, it it was nice. Aaron Trailer, uh, who's a competitive Pokemon mm-hmm. player, who's had you know you know a couple of like you know big wins under his belt, has mm-hmm. been a finalist and a few things. Yeah, he pulled out the win with a Gigantamax Charizard, and people were a little bit surprised by that because you know we haven't seen Gigantamax Charizard do very much in like the competitive scene. Yeah, like I so hadn't that, really that was... seen him in many lineups. Yeah, uh, at all, and and so to see that one win, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was good, good win. I mean, you know, it's like I like surprise wins like that. Like we we talked about a little a little bit ago. Like there was that um, Pikachu uh, mm-hmm. win a while back. It's fun. Yeah, no, it, it's shaping up to be an interesting competitive year. Yeah. So I think it'll be a lot of fun to watch, and it'll be interesting to see how like the meta game kind of shifts because uh, they keep on introducing new Gigantamax Pokemon every few months. So that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't yet, I mean, like one of the things I definitely would do is. Uh, add the Pokemon Twitch channel to sort of your your regular rotation. It, it's been that's how I watched it, uh, and I thought it was it's been a lot of fun to get back into and watch again. So mm-hmm. uh, that's where mm-hmm. that's where you'll find them. Last thing before we get to our deep dive is new trademarks have been filed by the Pokemon Company. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so a lot of these are just your standard, just renewing you know trademarks of different Pokemon, but there are a couple of interesting things that's you know stuck out the first is they filed a new trademark for pokey park uh oh. which was you know a spin-off game that came out in the late 2000s early 2010s uh you know so that spurred on some speculation that we might get a new poke park game or it could just be that they're making sure that someone doesn't snatch up the poke park trademark to release like poke bowls maybe you know it's um, the new name for pokemon snap no, that would be just Pokemon Snap 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is uh, they're coming, you know, there's a tease that that big head deer called, you know, Calyrex, which, you know, is going to be tied to the Crown Tundra, uh, may have an evolved form called Budrex, which Ooh. was a trademark that got mm. filed. So, okay. uh, you know, that's that, that was the sense. other. Inc- that yeah, makes well, sense. 
you know, Calyrex is named after the calyx, which is a part of the of a flower that protects the bud. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it would make sense that budrex would be the, the evolution form. Yeah, it's now evolved. You know. The bud is here. Look yeah. at you, a mini poke anthropologist. I love it. That's that's my job. <laughs> I mean, quite literally. I mean, like yes. literally, it, it, it my literally job. Is. That's I love. It. <laughs> He just like rips, just like randomly pulls those facts out, just throws them out like they're just like, yeah, of course, duh. I love it. It's perfect. (laughs) Uh, All right. When we get back, we're going to talk about something that has the potential to be so insanely monumental that it could change the way we watch Pokemon forever. When we get back. I was not overhyping this. Christian is like, is still <laughs> laughing. We had an entire break and Hopper is still laughing. Wow. Wow. What a what a lead-in. Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. That mm-hmm. just came out a couple months ago. It came out last July. It came out last July. I thought it came out mere weeks ago. Oh I thought it was back, like I thought it was like just like Q4 of last no, year. No, if you go like, back no. through the like towards the beginning of our podcast, oh there's God. an episode of me reviewing it. I from thought it July. was ju- I thought it was us talking about it, and then we like yeah. finally got to it. Oh my God, I'm losing no. track of time. Anyway, July. this movie came out last year, and it is finally coming out dubbed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From Netflix. Yes. Yeah. It that, is that... very much not what anyone was expecting to have happen. Um, Fathom Events is just, they're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> well, so it, let, let's break it down a little bit. So if you are caught up with the Pokemon movies, you know it takes a really, really long time for them to go from Japan to the U.S. market. Yes. The movie before um, Mewtwo Strikes Back Last Evolution um, was called The Power of Us. It had a quicker turnover into Fathom Events. It didn't screen very long it was like a one or two night event only dubbed only um and then me two strikes back came out and everyone was interested to see it because obviously it's a remake of the original 1999 movie me two strikes back with a cool new look yeah it's all cg Mm -hmm. 3d animated and if you go back to our podcast you can see my review i really enjoyed it it's a really good movie but it never came here, and everyone was like, "What? How did that not like where the hell is?" Uh, like of, of all the Pokemon movies, Mewtwo Strikes Back is the highest grossing, yeah. and so everyone was like, "You're really not going to re-release the like 3D CG remake of it? Like this is prime example of time to get it into theaters." But it never came. Fathom Events had loosely commented said we have no plans to bring it at this point the pokemon company was being quiet no one had any idea and then yesterday out of nowhere the pokemon company added netflix on twitter and was like hey you ready (laughs) and everyone was like what (laughs) and then out of nowhere it was oh by the way the movie's coming out in february yeah so yeah it'll be on pokemon day yeah on pokemon day it will be available there's a trailer released with the english dub which is new so when i saw it it was in the japanese dub i saw the premiere in la like last summer (laughs) um but it's coming to netflix and now the conversation has begun of one we didn't expect this to be like a first time release and two does this mean that netflix is going to have control of potentially the pokemon anime tv series because usually disney xd is the people who would show the movies Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we would have expected mewtwo strikes back evolution to have shown on disney xd but now netflix is getting it which 
hands and feet brings it out to more people, more audience, way bigger audience. So I'm very curious to see what this means for the anime, because if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I am all for that sweet, sweet simul dub, which Netflix doesn't do. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, ah, yes, like you're going to get that simul dub. Like that, that would put this even farther away because yeah. Netflix is notorious about like, ah, yes, we have the dub. And then they're like, okay, when, when are we going to release it? We have the dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Netflix, as 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 the anime lead here, is the bane of my existence because they get really great anime series and they will not release it in segments. They won't even do like mid-segments. They wait until a huge chunk of it's done and then they say, here you go. So it's it's really difficult. So like how Disney XD will wait a really long time to screen dubbed episodes. They will come out every week yep, once they're mm-hmm. caught up with. Uh, Netflix, it's, it'll just be like a dry oasis <laughs> of, <laughs> of nothingness until we until we get like twenty episodes. Yeah, which is weird because yeah. then it, then it brings up the the question of you know it always brings up that that argument that we have here in the office all all the damn time, which is. Is streaming versus episodic and weekly and mm-hmm. you know and all that. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: at the end of the day, this is a big, big move for the Pokemon Company and for Netflix mm-hmm. uh, to to put this out there. I, I, Christian doesn't necessarily think so, but hear me. Well, out. well, hear me out, and then, oh, and then I'll let oh. you I'll let you jump in. It's a total model change in a way that Netflix needs to start looking for things that uh, it can license in a way that doesn't that isn't going to get swallowed up by so and so or someone else doing a streaming service right mm-hmm. so like they're losing a ton of content to to Disney to Warners to NBC because it's all stuff that you know they want to put on their own streaming services Pokemon doesn't have that and it doesn't look like they're looking – I mean, the Pokemon TV, okay, but that's not really – it's not a thing that they, as of right now, look like they're putting any real investment into. No. Yeah. And so because of that – and to be fair, like a lot of like anime stuff too, like you only really have Funimation in that, in that market. Um, and to me, this looks like it could potentially be the start to pose a threat to someone like Funimation – uh, with I, it, I, <laughs> I appreciate the enthusiasm. I don't, but here's the thing: like, I, if Netflix is my thing, my thing is if Netflix is willing to pay enough, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think some of those brands and companies may make the jump because they're probably getting away with, um, you know, making okay money from I guess Sony now who owns Funimation. Okay, money from Sony. Well, <laughs> it's Sony. <laughs> They understand like how much My Hero Academia sure, no, is to them, but like, but when Netflix is gonna, when Netflix is spending billions of dollars a year on content, mm-hmm. sure, the Pokemon Company is looking to get in, get in a little bit on that action. Uh, sure, and if that's, but if that's the case, way more people are going to be watching Pokemon on Netflix than are going to be watching My Hero Academia on Funimation. It's probably true from a technical level. I but, mean, but uh, technically, so, Netflix will come out and say, we had 80 million people watch Pokemon, but you only have to watch two minutes of an episode. They have their funny numbers. The, the audience of Netflix, I completely agree. It's it's 
way bigger than what Funimation and Crunchyroll are getting it with. And those are the two main streaming services that you're going to run into. But if you're paying attention, Crunchyroll and Funimation have bought most of the streaming independent anime streaming mm-hmm. services worldwide. Yeah. And they, they're either operating under the Funimation Crunchyroll name or they're just operating under mm-hmm. their own issue. So they're still getting it. And the major thing is as much as anime fans love to complain about it. <laughs> um, and the, I will say the anime fandom as a whole is very different from the Pokemon fandom sure. that, that leans into the anime. So there's different needs and considerations to, to think about here. Um, but with the anime fandom, the thing that they they appreciate more than anything is an immediacy. They want it now. They're tired. Uh, I mean, it's it's it stems from decades ago when we had to wait months and years to get anything, and it was still bootleg at that point. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. they can expect to have a turnaround in an hour, and if they can't get that immediacy, even within a week, like they riot. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah. when so- when when Funimation or Crunchyroll has to say, "Oh, we have to delay the simulcast by a week." Riot. It's just a riot. <laughs> so Netflix has become a force in anime, and I agree they've done a lot of great things moving forward with their original productions. But when it comes to licensing other works that they then have to dub themselves, the anime fandom, not necessarily Pokemon fandom, hates it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has become one of the most uh, disliked, aside from the Amazon, <laughs> the Amazon one that has since gone away. Um, because it takes so long and it gets such good properties because, you know, Netflix is willing to shell out the money for the seven deadly sins or Devilman Cryberry Baby or now Pokemon. So the issue that's going to be an interesting one to see play out is how the Pokemon fandom will react because, I mean, they're used to waiting. Like sure. Pokemon fandom is used to waiting. But as the Pokemon anime is becoming more and more popular and visible and is going to be on Netflix, the anime fandom is going to start creeping in and start yelling. Like it, but, it's starting to happen you, now. Like, like, like we talked about even just a couple weeks ago. Christian, well, well, we gotta throw it to Christian there. But like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like you know, Pokemon being on Disney XD opens it up to an entire audience that is not the Pokemon diehard, you know, Pokemon anime diehard fans, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's kids. It's right. you know, it, it's it's that next generation of fans, and and that's where I I see the biggest opportunity for Pokemon on Netflix to go Absolutely. because more and more. You know, my kid, I, I just even see it myself. My kid is more apt to watch the kids' programming on Netflix, which has gotten a ton better than it was even just, you know, two, three years ago. Absolutely. And, and that's where I see the, the opening. And also, too, there is a huge casual anime fan market that I think is currently being underserved because they don't necessarily want to pay for, for Funimation. One, because the app is just, it is awful. Yeah. But, Anytime, like I see, like I see my friends, like they're they are casual Dragon Ball fans, and anytime like a rumor comes out that Dragon Ball is coming to Netflix, they freaking lose their mind, and then I have to come in and be like, "That's never going to happen. Don't be stupid." Yeah. But uh, but <laughs> well, like one day, <laughs> but but there but there is that base out there, and so if Netflix can find a way, if Netflix if this opens, mm-hmm. let's say Pokemon opens helps open Netflix side, and I'm sure the Sun and Moon series being on Netflix has also helped this yeah. and that like, well, maybe there's a ton of people watching it on Netflix. They're like, we should probably look at approaching the Pokemon company to, to do more with them, get more stuff in. And if that does well, I can potentially see them looking to potentially take anime more seriously. Christian, your thoughts. 
Okay, so few things here. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So just just a fact check. The the only reason this this is a big deal because you know all of the existing Pokemon movies are available to watch on Netflix now. The only only reason why this is a big news item is because Netflix has this is the first time that one this is a simultaneous global launch in all everywhere except for Japan and Korea. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you know, this this only applies to this movie. You know, we're 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 putting the cart way way before the horse. The cart is in another state. <laughs> you know, there there I is don't no think so. there but, well, like there is no signs that, you know, Netflix is going to take over Pokemon uh the the Pokemon Sword and Shield. Now, while we haven't gotten an announcement that Disney XD is going to air new episodes, and I agree that is a little bit unusual. It's not that unusual. They this mm-hmm. is this you know as as someone who has followed the Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, you know the Pokemon anime back since X and Y mm-hmm. when it jumped from Cartoon Network to Disney. They there's just not the same level of urgency as there is. You know that we want as right. as diehard both Pokemon fans and anime fans. Yep. But you know they just treat the Pokemon TV series as something that is. Um. So and also I think Megan's right. Like in terms of you know would I I do, I think that it's being overstated if we were to if Netflix were to take over like the Pokemon anime get like exclusive rights to it. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a huge game changer it, it just really wouldn't the only difference would be is that we'd get them a, a dump of episodes because they are big on the binging model and they would just release like 26 episodes or 30 episodes at a time every like you know six months but what like if the- all of the smaller animated projects mm-hmm. got fast-tracked and went to netflix like but but you know we we already we're already seeing that stuff all in development though i mean you know they they're all just going to they're they're netflix and i say this as somebody yeah i mean we 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 cover netflix all the time and like you know i have a vested interest in netflix i i own stock so you know like yeah i i follow this stuff closely and like they see it as quality added as a way to keep people subscribing. Sure. It's not going, ever going to be the reason you subscribe. You're not going to subscribe because Pokemon is on there. I mean, let's let's be realistic. No, like, no, but- like no one. But but, you know, if Pokemon were on there, it would just be another feather to their cap. And like, you know, I don't think Poke. I don't think the Pokemon company wants that. I mean, look how they handle literally everything else. <laughs> like how many how many times have we seen like pokemon news come out in a nintendo direct it's it's like happened once and yeah. during that it was literally the pokemon company went first and you know like stole the thunder off of all the other nintendo announcements and said hey we're doing this <laughs> and it was literally like hey guys we're coming out with a nintendo switch game yeah uh, uh, the we're coming out with a nintendo switch pokemon game by the way here's ultra sun and ultra moon okay have fun, Nintendo. That's literally <laughs> the only time in the last like six years that they've shared the spotlight with anyone. So you know, to think that like you know the Pokemon Company would be okay with uh, like Netflix going saying like, yeah, we'll pay you a bunch of money, but at the same time, we're going to dump all your stuff out with maybe like a week's worth of like lead up. 
after our other projects. I mean, because, you know, like Castlevania, we're going to get Castlevania here sometime soon. Um, you know, and that will be a big deal. It'll be fun. And then it will be forgotten about in a week. That's not how the Pokemon company rolls. They want you on all the time. And that is why they'll much prefer being on television. Even though Netflix has the bigger subscription base than Disney XD, mm -hmm. they want people watching the show every single week. We'd be more likely to get get something on like Hulu or a, a a content service that does the weekly model, but unless Netflix changes it, and they haven't yet with shows that are, you know, would be far bigger than Pokemon, it, it's just it's just not going to happen. Like you know, it, it's a nice pipe dream to think that Pokemon will be the catalyst for this grand change to make net make Netflix better, especially when it comes to things that we love, but it's not going to happen. Sorry to sorry to brain on your parade. So pessimistic. Just I'm just <laughs> pragmatic and realistic. I like you know this is what happens when you follow these companies. You, you like you know like every once in a while like the Pokemon company will do something to surprise me. Like yeah. the DLC content that was something I wanted. I didn't think we'd get that. I was very happy about it. But like you know they these companies have you know very not they're not hard to figure out what their strategies are like you know this this is not like you know reading the tea leaves or anything like that these especially a company like pokemon which they've been around for 20 years and they've done the same damn thing for the last 20 years so and honestly i wouldn't want the pokemon anime exclusively on netflix because like i'd rather have a three-month wait than like a year wait and let's be realistic that's that's what would happen you know, it, it, it's like, you know, I, I do not want to go back to the time where by the time that we get episodes in the United States, they're a year into the next series. Mm -hmm. You know, like that, I, that that would be worst case scenario in my eyes. And I feel like we'd be closer to that in Netflix yeah. than, than we would. Yeah. Uh, like, keep keep the status quo, man. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> suck the three month delay. Like, I'm not happy about it either. But... Like, dear God, stay away from stay away from Netflix Pokemon Company. Do not take that devil's money. And I say this as a Netflix like stockholder. Mm -hmm. Like, no, no, do not let's not let's not cross the streams. I mean, I agree. I mean, like literally yesterday the anime team got together and we were like, All right, I mean, it's time. Like, we have an article. Go look it up. Is it's time for Pokemon to be simulcast? Literally, Evan Valentine heads up <laughs> my boy wrote that yesterday. Cause like it is very much a time I feel like it ready for that that jump with this new series but it is not ready to do that jump with netflix in any way shape or form like i very much agree if it's going to happen it's because netflix it's either because like hulu has been able to figure something out or disney xd figures something out the primary issue is the dub and there's just like some weird regional things going on between yeah. between the two series um so is it a pipe dream Yes, but so is the DLC, so I can hope. Uh, you know, but I'm. It's interesting. I I will say this. You know, you know how I could see us getting a simulcast or at least a tighter timeline. I don't think we'll ever be like on true simulcast levels, but I think there is like one scenario in which we we get something tighter, and that would be if Nintendo were to release their own streaming service. Like, you know, if, if Nintendo ever, like, decides to get into the TV business, mm -hmm. like, really, truly, like, you know, like, okay, guys, we, we've, we're really just not content with the Switch printing money. 
<laughs> it's time to make that like Legend of Zelda live action series that everyone has whined about forever. Just the anime. And, Give me the anime. That's all I want. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, that would be something in which they go, oh, and by the way, we're going to be releasing new episodes of the Pokemon anime, like two weeks behind Japan. And they they would probably make as much money as like Peacock or C, uh, not not going to say that. Uh, <laughs> we don't know how much money. You, 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 can, you can edit that out. <laughs> not, not going to but, disparage any companies. I don't know. But I, I think that there is still, though, if this if this does well like some of the other stuff does, I would love to see a world where Netflix potentially pays for either something new and original that is Pokemon or first rights on an expedited thing for the movies. Now, I can see the movies. Like, if it's just movies, because let's be real, and I say this, I like how we're having to, like, like qualify everything we say with we are fans. Like, Fathom Events has been has has done all of the push through mm. of the film like special events for anime for most animes but also Pokemon um in conjunction with the Pokemon company and Fathom just doesn't do it they don't like justice like and I don't know if it's like a disconnect with you know marketing to to getting it out to the anime fans because half the time I talk with people and they're like oh I really want to see it in theaters but it already happened. Yeah, and I'm like, when yeah. when did it happen? I didn't know it happened. It's not getting to the right people. Um, Netflix kind of cancels that out because Netflix is, as we've talked about, a money-spinning machine. It and, will do whatever it takes to make sure it gets out there. Um, and and to so. clarify, and not necessarily to, to backtrack, but that's where I think that's where the biggest opportunity for a Pokemon Netflix relationship is mm-hmm. like as far as anime series and stuff like that goes like that. Yes, that is always going to be trouble and a problem, but I would love to see more because anime, like the anime companies and, you know, uh, Toei and whatever, like they are making movies. And I, mm-hmm. I think that this, the, you know, this model kind of works out between the Pokemon company and Netflix that we may see a, faster release if netflix is willing to pony up the money um Mm -hmm. for some of that stuff too i mean i don't necessarily ever think that we'll get a faster release i think that what we'll see is like more pokemon movies getting released on pokemon day a day that you know netflix can make a big deal about the pokemon company it's easy money for them you know because they already have pokemon day it's part of the festivities and and it's a good easy way of doing events like you know like okay for us and our magnanimousness you know his i'm butchered that word um but you know we we have released the new pokemon movie on netflix so everyone can enjoy it and i think that's a big improvement over yes if you show up to the theater on tuesday at 12 30 p.m and say the secret password you know, Fathom will let you into the screening, which is how it was before. It yeah. sucked. Like, I'm I'm thrilled. Like, I hope every movie gets, like, the Netflix treatment. It's just not going to happen for the series. Now, I do think that, you know, if, like, this movie does, like, hotcakes for some reason on Netflix, mm-hmm. Netflix could approach the Pokemon company and say, hey, what if we finance the creation of a new 
Pokemon anime or Poke like, you know, kind of mm -hmm. like what they do with Castlevania mm -hmm. or Magic the Gathering. I could see something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, not, I don't really see something like that. But we, we've at least seen, like, the Pokemon company is not so tied to, like, Ash Ketchum that they won't release other animated projects. Right. Yep. So, you know, we could get, like, a Pokemon Generations or, you know, Pokemon Twilight Wings or something like that yeah. where Netflix is ponying up the production for that. And then they binge release it, you know, six months. We're just not going to get our, the Pokemon anime, Ash Ketchum, yes. yeah. Go, Pikachu, Score Bunny, all those guys. They're never coming to Netflix, like, exclusively. But do I think that Netflix, with their, like, free ATM machine, if, you know, this is something they're really interested in, could they make, like, write a giant check to Netflix and say, hey... We're gonna pay for a new Pokemon anime, and Netflix and Pokemon Company go. Ah, yes, I see seven zeros. Good day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you know, I can see something like that. Yeah. Like you know, that 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 I think is more realistic. Like if 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 this is something that's really going on, and you know, I think there's room for it for sure. Like you know, that that's the thing. It's like I, instead of seeing the content get moved from like one platform to another platform that's not quite compatible with it just let netflix do their own thing let them create an original pokemon series give us the live action pokemon show or something like that mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you know like give us give us you know like some cheesy you know but pretty decent graphics of pikachu you know like you know running through blaviken cutting people's heads off like you know <laughs> uh, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> <laughs> so yeah watch the movie it's great We'll see where this goes. All right, Christian, hit us with the Pokemon fact of the week. Okay, so we uh, we we're skipping for the record. We're 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 bouncing down the Pokedex. We we're skipping Clefairy because we have talked about Clefairy in multiple uh, Poke facts of the week. So you know we we've really covered that Pokemon extensively. So now we're to Vulpix, and we actually have a twofer this week. Uh, so first of all, Vulpix is a little bit of an interesting fire type Pokemon. Um, in that it knows a lot of ghost type moves, and there's a probable tie to its Japanese folklore equivalents. Megan, I'm sure you can guess what this is because I basically gave it away. <laughs> Jim, do you, do you got any get it, got any ideas? Mm -mm. Uh, so the Vulpix is tied to the Kitsune, which is the Japanese fox spirit. Uh... You know, uh, very you know Naruto, the nine tail fox. That's how we have nine tails of the Pokemon. It's the same same shared ancestry. So that's probably why it's got the ghost type moves because Kitsune is a Japanese spirit. Mm. Uh, the, the other thing is, is that, and a lot of people actually don't know this, uh, the Alolan Vulpix actually has an uh, alternative name and it's uh, Kyo Kyo. Um, so, you know, other, other Pokemon just like, oh yeah, this is our Vulpix. But in the Alola region, we we actually you know the the residents actually call it by a totally different name Kyo Kyo. Mm -hmm. Nice. I thought it was pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. I also really like right there how Hoffer like referred to himself as an Alolan. <laughs> we we call it Kyo. We Kyo. we yeah yeah you know because I live I live in the definitely Alolan equivalent of Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> good. 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 Glad to know. So there you go. 
Yeah, I love, I, yeah, uh, the, as soon as I saw the fact that you were doing, I was like, I don't even need to try to research this one. <laughs> me, and my, <laughs> me and my extensive history with Naruto has prepared me for this fact. <laughs> That's incredible. Volpix, the Naruto Pokemon. I'm just, I, I, I can't remember if like Volpix knows like double team or not, but I think that would just be absolutely amazing mm-hmm. just to have a bunch mm-hmm. of shadow clones of Volpix. Like, you know, yeah. uh, as, as much as I love Pokemon... Um, and like watch Pokemon extensively as a kid, like, you know, Naruto was like my first, like really big deep dive into like modern Shonen. I have a really weird history of anime that like, you know, dates back to like Sailor Moon and, oh, yeah. you know, you know, cause that was like the first anime that was like out on like, like the, it was back when it was like UPN and the WB. That was like mm-hmm. the first stuff like I watched as a kid. Yeah. Um, but like Naruto was like the first, like, oh my God, what is this craziness? And like, my buddy's like, oh yes, this is. This is a battle anime. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an entire genre. I was like, feed it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Like, this, this has a plot, unlike Dragon Ball Z. I, I say this lovingly about Dragon Ball Z. It's just a bunch of cool characters being the living tar out of each other to save Earth. And that's that's cool. Like, Dragon Ball Z is awesome. But, like, you know, I, I really like Naruto because it has a more more extensive plot than Dragon Ball has. Yeah, but I will just say this. It always did annoy me because I loved Vulpix and then I loved Naruto. And then in the anime, if you see Naruto, you know that he his his nature chakra is like a wind infinity. And I was yeah. like, why is it at fire? And I know they did it because Sasuke, who's his rival, has the lightning fire infinity. But it always annoyed me because I was like, you can't just do this to us. Like, I know there's a whole plot behind it, but I was like, it has to be fire because Vulpix is fire. And I know these two things really have no relation in the like the grand scheme of stories. But to me, it's personally offensive. Why does he have a wind chakra? And I'm sorry. I'm really outing myself in my weeb otaku nature as if you I haven't made that abundantly clear here. Whoa, Megan, you are into anime? What? I haven't just made that abundantly clear during my tenure here. But just saying. So anyways, that's my soapbox. I'm done. Excellent. If you liked this show and enjoyed our very spirited anime conversation, or maybe you enjoyed the ASMR uh, explanation, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you tell some friends about it? Tell if you've got friends who play Pokemon, you have cousins who play Pokemon. Hey, if your grandma plays Pokemon, tell her about this podcast. Give her something to listen to. We love and appreciate anyone who reaches out to us uh, for comments and weird things that we talk about here on this show. We love reading reviews so if you want a free comicbook.com t-shirt if you're watching the video christian's wearing it on the screen right now all you got to do is leave us a five-star review on itunes and if we read it on the air we'll probably read some next week we you not we we will send you a shirt man i totally mangled that one but that's fine anyway you want a free shirt five-star review drop it on itunes we read it you get a shirt boom nailed it boom easy peasy if you want to get in touch with us on twitter you can find me at jim biscardi I'm at Megan Peters CB. And I am at Seahoffer Seabus. Got through a lot today. Looking forward to next week. And I'm really looking forward to watching Mewtwo Strikes Back on Netflix. Oh. Yeah. February, February 27th. We're going to have a lot more next week. So we will catch you there.